So I had this dream to have a restaurant for a few years. Yeah. Did I tell you about this? No. Okay. There, <laughs> my childhood nickname was Pete. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. Nah, not uh, at all. Jen's childhood nickname was Joe. Okay. So we call it Pete and Joe's. What What do you serve at Pete and Joe's? Well, one of the things we serve is uh, three quarters cooked muffins. Okay. Because <laughs> I like muffins where like you undercook them a little bit and they're kind of gooey battery inside. Gooey muffin? Yeah, like a gooey muffin. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that was one of our... That was gonna goo be muffin. <laughs> goo muffin. Ugh. That was gonna be one of our like breakfast item or an appetizer. I okay, mean, okay. I would serve it all day. Can I pitch? Uh, yeah. a dish for you. Sure. Uh, Pete and Joe's. Obviously, you would serve a sloppy Pete. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and a um, uh, straight laced Joe. Mm-hmm. The Joe, it's like a sloppy Pete, but no sauce. I like that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like ground beef. Yeah, it's just ground beef on bread. <laughs> Loose ground beef on <laughs> yeah. bread. No seasoning. Just ground beef. Yeah. Like with the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know how when you cook that, it gets that like thing, film. The, the film. Sort of, yeah. yeah. You yeah. got to get rid of that. You don't want that on there. I, I think a sloppy peat would be a huge seller. I like a sloppy peat. Just imagine a uh, goo muffin. Yeah, three quarters cooked. Yeah, goo yeah. muffin, and then a sloppy peat As for a, your main course. Which one's the side item? I'm not sure. Well, there are no, there are no side items. Oh right, all we do is it's it's a la carte. Yeah, the whole restaurant. Yeah, I like the, this. the theme or the uh, the motto of the restaurant is we ain't got no sides. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like in like subscript under Pete mm-hmm. and Joe's. We ain't got no sides. Pete and Joe's. We ain't got no sides. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. We should have like four subscripts, you know, just like lots of <laughs> mottos. And the best part is that every server has to say all four of them when they <laughs> greet a table. <laughs> Our specials today are the the half fried fish and we ain't got no sides. <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep it on the one. <laughs> That's a, a good idea. Here's my problem with the... Um, with the straight-laced Joe? Mm-hmm. What if someone asked for a sloppy Joe? Do I just put sauce on that? If they, <laughs> Or do I be like, no, 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 it's a Pete here. If they ask for a sloppy Joe, <laughs> the server gets a very stern look on their face and then just points to the door. Get out. <laughs> what? what does this look like? This is going to be a conflict-ridden restaurant. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Open for precisely one week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Sushi Jackknife. Hey, if those are the kind of ideas you like exploring, you've come to the right place. If they're the kind of ideas you hate exploring, my condolences to you. I'm pointing at the door. Yes. The <laughs> podcast door. Very sternly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little bit threatening. <laughs> I get I'd feel ta- uncomfortable if I, I were you. I get taller when I do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Episode 102. Oh, you know. Yeah. I'm impressed. Well, I'll... I'll be able to keep track for like three episodes okay. after 100. Because we just hit. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then you're not going to know anymore. You're going to have no idea. I'm able to remember this one because I was thinking um, that this episode is is the name, well, part of the name, of my second favorite Dalmatian movie. Oh, right, yeah. 102 Dalmatians. Two Dalmatians. Yeah. It's almost as good as 101 Dalmatians, but not. It's... <laughs> It's it's not quite as good by one. Mm-hmm. If they had left the right. other Dalmatian, yeah. that rogue Dalmatian, it's actually out, it's that one Dalmatian that just screws the whole thing up. Well, you know, it, it's it's a there's a tipping point. Mm-hmm. It turns out it's a hundred and two. <laughs> you you just watched that movie, going okay. Let's be realistic here. No one would have a hundred and two. Dalmatians. <laughs> 101, I'll buy it. Yeah. But 102, I don't think so. You know, I have a I have a little bit of insight into that whole story for you. Okay. So Roger, the human, the uh, husband yeah. of the family of the Dalmatians. <laughs> for a second, I was really confused by, you know, Roger, the human. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's just one, really. In the movie. In the movie, yeah. Uh, I don't remember his wife's name, but uh, it's inconsequential to this particular story. Because mm-hmm. women don't matter. Well, not in the Dalmatian world. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like post-Victorian era England mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Roger, at the end of a 101 Dalmatians book that I have from childhood, uh-huh. there's a song. The cartoon Roger. Yeah, cartoon case, Roger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. With uh, sheet music and, and all that. Um and in in the song, he refers to them having a Dalmatian plantation. So I, I think the secret to 101 Dalmatians is they were meant to be, you know, slave labor. Is is on Rogers plantation? Is 101 Dalmatians um, like an allegory for slavery? I think so. I, I think I'd so. never looked that deeply into it. Well, I, it's it's there if you look close enough. Um, in case anyone was curious, uh, the budget for 102 Dalmatians <laughs> was $85 million. What? Are you kidding? It made a profit. Okay. But $85 million. What a colossal waste of money. And you know that's a $30 million Dalmatian budget right there. Yeah, just for Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> It's, that would be a weird job to have. The the person who has to locate all of the Dalmatians for one of those movies. That would be tough. It would be a tough gig. It would be I a very know, tough gig. I don't know how many professional Dalmatians there are um, in the <laughs> acting world. <laughs> Nathan, can I just, can I point something out here? Yeah. Don't you think they probably just put makeup on a regular old dog? I, they did that? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you questioning the legitimacy of the 101 Dalmatian franchise? I, indeed, I am. Indeed, Glenn I am. Close would not co sign on a movie with fake Dalmatians. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it's great to laugh when, you know, the world is just proper fucked yeah it's not great it's um it's been a rough week so can i tell you um what happened this week here you might want to hear this first oh no 
I hope this is the song I'm thinking of. If not... Oh, there's no fucking words. It may be, maybe. Yep, that's a colossal letdown. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, this week, I listened to the audiobook version of, because I work and don't have time to read the book version of, uh, Kurt Vonnegut's book, Timequake. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So, the plot of Timequake, well, it's mostly autobiographical. The fiction part of it is there is a timequake that causes people to go back in time 10 years. Okay. And they just have to relive their life without changing anything about it. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it's not great. So they're aware that that happened? Um, yes. Okay, that's And they can't awful. do anything. They right. have no free will. <sighs> anyway, so I finished reading that book the same week that we have a hurricane hitting uh, Puerto Rico and that area. And an earthquake hitting Mexico. Right. And the GOP is trying to pass a health care bill <laughs> that today John McCain torpedoes. Yeah. I'm reliving some other period in time. All of this has happened. This is a rerun week. That's true. I'm in a time quake, a very short time quake. <laughs> it has been. A complete repeat of, yeah, uh, every, of recent weeks. Yeah. Every one of these things has happened. It's just getting worse every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a degrading Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's what's happening. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. And even with the hurricane, they're like, and there's this other hurricane coming. That happened before, too. <laughs> that did happen before. Oh, my God. So. You're lost, man. Yeah, I'm... I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm in the time quake. I just have to watch it all happen. We're going to just have to re-record episodes that you mm-hmm. already know mm-hmm. about. I thought we should just have done a transcript of another episode and just recorded the whole thing again. Oh, I like that idea. We should do that. We should write an episode, mm-hmm. like verbatim, yeah, word for word, and just read it straight, mm-hmm. flat. That should be one of our episodes. That would be fun. Yeah, people would love that. I mean, they don't love this either. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) What do we have to lose? What do we have to lose? Um, I've only got two headlines for you. North (laughs) Carolina. It's been a laugh factory this week. Who says Asian people aren't funny? Um, North Korean leader responds to Trump. Wait, hold on. Does anyone say Asian people aren't funny? Yeah, that's a stereotype. Is that a stereotype? Yeah. How have I missed that racial stereotype? You have not been coming to the meetings. I I mean, I knew that Asian people were supposedly good at math. Yeah. And poor drivers. Yeah. The third one. I didn't know they didn't, they weren't funny. All stereotypes come in threes. Mm. Think about it. Okay. White people can't dance. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're bad athletes. We're bad athletes, mm-hmm. and, and uh, um, tiny penises. That's it. Tiny shriveled penises. There you penises. go. Itty bitty. Sometimes they go all the way in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm told. North Korean leader responds <laughs> to Trump. <laughs> I will surely and definitely tame the mentally deranged U.S. dotard with fire. I thought it was dotard. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds reminiscent of a of a word that I don't use, frankly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, dotard. Dotard, yeah. With what, fire. What is the definition of dotard? It's funny you should ask. Yeah. Um, Merriam-Webster, I think it was Merriam-Webster this week, was like, a short history of the word dotard. And that was that was nice. Um, we're going to get a little etymology going on okay. this word. Um, so, basically, our fate is being decided via Twitter these days. Yeah, well, that's... That's the world we live in now. That is the world. The the same medium that allows every comedian to post a dick joke the second they think of it, <laughs> like just immediately with no filter, is also how our president wants to communicate all of his thoughts. And Kim Jong Un is going to reply, and it's all bad. That's bad. Don't hurt. Doturd. Yeah. Thank you, Miriam. Doturd. Uh, noun. Mm-hmm. First use, 14th century. Okay. Meaning a person in his or her dotage. Let's look up what dotage means. <laughs> it's one of those uh, dotage. The period of old age. The time when a person is old and often less able to remember or do things. Oh, that's a sick burn. Yeah. That was a sick Kim Jong burn right there. A state or period of senile decay Mm -hmm. marked by a decline of mental poise. Now, here's the question I have for you. Um, Definitely Donald Trump heard this comment. Yeah. And is aware that it happened. Yeah. Number one. Did he know that dotard was a word? We all know the answer to that one. We'll just move on to question right, number two. Right, right, right. Did he bother to look up what it means? No. <laughs> he assumed it meant the same thing as kofife. <laughs> he, he heard it and just, I'm assuming, instinctively went, No! He can't say that. He doesn't know what it means. He can't call me a retard. <laughs> I, I, don't I like am that no word. dotard. That's right. I don't like that word. P.S. Um, no, I think I think Trump probably read that and was like a little impressed. He's like, oh, he makes up words too. <laughs> Maybe we can get through this. Ooh, that's a hard word. Pants? I don't know that one. Two whole Pence? syllables. Yeah, Pence. <laughs> Pensy. He can't call. He can't call on uh, Steve Bannon anymore. Yeah. At least not directly. Pence. I'll ask mother. Mother, shockingly, as it turns out, is like a head in a jar with tentacles. At uh, that's what they're keeping over at the. I I feel like um, anyone that is referred to as mother all the time probably knows all of the words that originated in the fourteen right, hundreds. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes, dear. <laughs> Oh, the dotard. Mm. <laughs> Put the tea in my left tentacle. <laughs> this has gone awry. Um, the second, unless you have something to add. Uh, no. The second headline I have is um, Manafort offered to give Russian billionaire private briefings on 2016 campaign. And for those who can't see what I'm doing, I am smugly taking a drink right now. I'm going to join you in that. This one's for you, Bob. To you, Mueller. Um, now, here's the question I have. Did anyone hear this 
and feel surprised. Anyone at all. Like, uh, I know Trump supporters heard it and immediately blocked it out and denied it. So they're off the table. <laughs> they weren't surprised. They're just in denial. It's- yeah, the only person I could see being surprised um, would be, you know, kind of, kind of a right-leaning moderate who Maybe. stumbled on the Washington Post somehow, <laughs> which they didn't intend to do. Well, but it's all over everything. They meant to type in examiner. It is even on Fox News's website. Now, they're presenting the information differently. Of course they are. But the information is still there. <laughs> With a slight slant. <laughs> oh, this is written by our buddy Tom Hamburger. Hamburger! Woo-woo! Less than two weeks before Donald Trump accepted the Republican presidential nomination, his campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, at the time, offered to provide briefings on the race to a Russian billionaire closely aligned with the Kremlin, according to people familiar with the discussions. Paul Manafort made the offer in an email to an overseas intermediate. Why did these guys think it's safe to email? Well, no one keeps a record of email right oh yeah <laughs> right what what was the issue we had with hillary clinton again i can't remember what it was. <laughs> asking that a message be sent to the evilly named now that's that's my edition of the washington post i won't pin this on you tom <laughs> uh asking that a message be sent to the evilly named oleg Deripaska. definitely Definitely a Russian villain. Now, here's a, here's a here's a phrase that only happens in Russia: an aluminum magnate. Who is an aluminum magnate? What what was his name again? Oleg Deripaska. That is either the name of an NHL hockey player, <laughs> or one of the characters that was trying to get Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely one of the two. Or the real name of Dolph Lundgren in um, Rocky IV, or whatever Rocky that was. An aluminum magnate, again, shocking, with whom Manafort had done business in the past. These people, as it turns out, Paul Manafort has a high need for aluminum. Mm-hmm. He he makes a lot of casseroles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a quote. If he needs private briefings, we can accommodate Manafort wrote in the July 7th, 2016 email, portions of which were read to the Washington Post, along with other Manafort correspondence of that time. The emails are among tens of thousands of documents that have been turned over to congressional investigators and special counsel Robert Mueller's team as they probe whether Trump associates coordinated with Russia as part of Moscow's efforts to interfere in the 2016 U.S. election. Hmm. And and they didn't, right? Um, That's where we're at? Depends on who you ask. Um, if you ask literally anyone besides Donald Trump, yeah, they tried. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see. Yeah, the rest is bullshit. Okay, good. Yeah, there you go. Um, there's one thing I I heard that uh, was not mentioned there. Okay. There was a reference to um, Paul Manafort making money off things, but he didn't want to, like they didn't want to in the email say money. Okay. <laughs> they said black caviar. Black caviar. As a substitute for money. 
Now, this is via Stephen Colbert here. Okay. All right. Black caviar. <laughs> Black caviar. I like it. It it's a good it's a good substitute, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. It's somewhat <laughs> obvious. <Yeah. laughs> it's like they said diamonds mm-hmm. or bling. Yeah. Do you feel when you hear bling? Yeah. I like bling. When you hear a term like that, to me it reinforces what I know about the Russian people. Mm-hmm. Um not the Russian people, pardon me. The uh, Russian All of the Russians. The Russian like yeah, every spy Russian. people. Mm-hmm. All that, of them. That they are in a perpetual state of the 1960s. Mm-hmm. That they literally they turn on from Russia with Love <laughs> featuring Sean Connery every day. And they just watch the scene where the Spectre agents are training, where they're like punching well, random wooden shit. That's their heyday. It was their heyday. It's a big time. I mean, for it's. It's a big time for them. It's like Cowboys fans reliving the 90s over and over. Russia, they have the 60s. That's when they were big. They were big then. And then it was just a downhill slide. (laughs) Not the bad guys anymore. No. At some point, like, technology gurus replaced the Russians as the, like, de facto bad guys. Mm -hmm. Did Mm -hmm. you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. No one cared about the Russian. It. So, with the Cowboys. Right. (laughs) There, Uh, There was a point where... Like, Troy Aikman retired because of concussions, and Emmett Smith left during free agency. Smith, yeah. uh, Deion Sanders went away. Like, they, they just started to lose pieces of this big yeah. championship team. Russia, that's what the 70s was for <laughs> Russia. <laughs> like, they're, they're starting to fall apart, and then the 80s, they're like, we can't keep it together. Oh, like, yeah. We got to get a number one draft pick. Oh, Soviet Union gone. <laughs> That's what happened. In the nineties, was a terrible time for yeah. Russia. Yeah. And now, now Putin is just saying they're going. I heard all these stories about the the glory days of Russia. I just want to do that again. He's nostalgic. Yeah, and who can blame him? Mm-hmm. He's just looking back at the sixties, wanting to be the sixties again. Yeah. Because the 70s on were just long collars and disappointment. Mm-hmm. Well, Putin, there's no time quake coming. <laughs> You're not going back to the 60s. No. Um, <laughs> you know, this all ties in with things that we know about Russia, like... Vodka. Well, there, yeah. And the degree of paranoia <laughs> about, like, modern electronics. Like, I've heard that yeah. they, like, still use a lot of, like tube mm-hmm. technology because it can't be knocked out by yeah. an electromagnetic pulse well i mean there's no telling when we'll choose to do that right oh, probably any time now mm-hmm. yeah if hillary clinton had been elected president all of their electronics gone <laughs> emp immediately mm-hmm. uh hillary clinton was on i think it was on colbert this week and was talking about when she was Secretary of State, mm-hmm. going and meeting Vladimir Putin. Mm-hmm. And he um, he was very closed off and cold to her, no. obviously. But um, <laughs> was, I, I believe it was hunting. He was talking about going hunting or something. Okay. And she said that, oh, well, I would join you for that. And... Um, he had wanted Bill Clinton, not her, to go. Oh, the obvious 
reason being Bill's a dude. (laughs) (laughs) Like there were a lot of stories about like he would just spread out and try to make himself bigger in all their meetings. Oh, no. What a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. So. um, Pootie. It made me kind of want to read Hillary Clinton's book because I feel like she talks about that in there. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of it's going to be me going, why didn't you go to Michigan? (laughs) (laughs) Just just a week. Just a little bit of time. Just just head up there, talk to a few people. (laughs) Rust Belt. Put a couple notches in your Rust Belt. Not that I'm still upset about it. I've moved on. Have you? Michigan. (laughs) Michigan. (laughs) You just stop through. It's in the middle. If you're on your way to the other side, just stop there. And make sure when you're there, you don't offend them by calling it like the Michiganges. Mm -hmm. Implying that it's a dirty, dirty river. Don't, Don't walk around looking at Detroit going, well, this is a heap. Like, don't do that. And you're good. What you do when you go to Detroit... Is you say, there's a lot of potential here. Mm-hmm. Wow. This city's on the move up. It is. That's what you do. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep it positive. I should run for office. I think you should. I have as much qualification as Kid Rock. Probably more. You've been to college. That's true. <laughs> and I'm at least half literate. So that's... Half? At least. You've made progress. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I was just a third literate, but I've started listening to audiobooks. So. Oh, that's getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have a muffin here. You're just as literate as this three-quarter cooked muffin. Uh, One of my best ideas, really. Really. I don't agree. And black bean soup, that was going to be on the menu. I make a mean... I haven't made it in about a decade, but I make a mean black bean soup. Wow, sounds like your skills are definitely <laughs> up. <laughs> Wow. Uh damn good at grilled cheese. I'll say okay. that. Yeah. What kind of what kind of cheese? You always want a yellow and a white together. That's key. Why? They just that's where the magic happens, buddy. You put a sharp cheddar and a Swiss together? Yeah. I don't feel like that goes together. Well, maybe not a Swiss, but and not a you don't use a sharp cheddar anyway. You use something mild in a grilled I cheese. I like sharp cheddar. Okay. Well why can't I use a sharp cheddar? I mean, you can, but if you're going to, mm-hmm. you don't want to pair it with a Swiss. Well, no, I don't want to pair it with anything. You want to pair it with something creamy, you know? You want something creamy? You want to blunt the sharpness a little bit. So what, a brie? No, not that creamy. Well, to, that would work, though. A That'd goat be good. cheese? That's you a, want goat cheese on there? No, 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 no. You're just not getting it. I like goat cheese. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're allowed to like goat cheese. Yeah. What is this track you know, racer thing? I, I brought that down here. So, because I'm a good father, don't say anything, I uh, I took my kid to ride a train. Okay. Uh, Nebraska Roy was there. And while we were there, the train museum, train station. He was at a train? Yeah. Okay. Don't ask questions. It his, just sounds like a fever dream. At his travel <laughs> And Nebraska Roy was there. We were on a train. <laughs> Actually, I see your point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had a really weird dream last night. Just quick aside. The entire dream was that I, I dreamt I threw up 
a bunch of like evil squid worms. What? And then I woke up because it was so so, so shocked. They were like semi transparent and very wriggly. And the entire dream was just I threw them up mm-hmm. and I heard the wet plop on the ground. Oh, fantastic. And then I was like, <gasps> you know, those, you ever have those dreams? With wet plop? No, yeah. where, you, where you wake oh, up. Oh, the wet plop dreams. Dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the time. No, one of those dreams where you wake up and you're like sucking in a breath because um, you're so scared. I will tell you, it's never actually a dream dream. But I have had multiple situations where, like, I'm almost to that point where I'm falling asleep. Uh-huh. And, like, I'm thinking through things, and then I trip over something in what I'm thinking, and I wake up. Okay. Like that. Okay. Like, uh, oh, I'm falling down the stairs. <gasps> yeah, exactly. And then I'm awake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> less plopping. Yeah. But, you know. And, of course, the fear I had to battle at 4 a.m. when I woke up from that dream was, like, there's really something inside me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm thinking, like, why would I dream that unless there was something, something, you know, writhing somewhere in my brain or something. Well, I mean, dreams are all reality, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I mean, everything that happens in a dream definitely happens. It's a theory I've been working on, Mm -hmm. but, you know, hearing the words come out of your mouth. So I bought a little train toy thing, and um, it's it's a track racer. Track racer, thirty two pieces. That many. It seems to influence imagination. Yes, hand eye coordination. Wow. Auditory. I don't know how. Tactile senses. Well. Gregariousness. Uh huh. <laughs> you see why I brought the box down. Continue. Uh. Well, I mean, that's. I'm really focused on the fact that it just says gregarious it makes on the front you, it of It makes this your box. children jolly. <laughs> that's what that does. All right. So, <laughs> did you build the. Oh, yeah. The track. Oh, yeah. I put it together. Now, I'm going to need ratings here. Okay. Before the track, uh-huh. how gregarious was your child, <laughs> one to 10? Uh, he was about five. Okay. Yeah. Now that you have built the track racer. Um, from Creative Educational, I believe is the company here. No, I, I don't think that's right. Is that not it? No, there's one in the look in the top left corner. Top left corner. Oh, from Shuyi. Uh huh. Shuyi. Shuyi. Yeah. Okay. Um, now that Shuyi has gotten a hold of your child's brain, <laughs> how gregarious is he? One to ten. Uh, it's about a nine and a half. Wow. That's a very big improvement. Wow, yeah. that's almost 100% yeah. improvement. By right the way, there. since we're in the, the dictionary, mm-hmm. I thought that uh, this was appropriate. Gregarious. Enjoying the company of other people in biology, tending to live in groups. Why would this make you... Now I'm just questioning uh-huh. it. <laughs> right. Why? Why did I buy it? No, why would you be more gregarious After if you played them? all alone <laughs> with a train? It's not an interactive toy. No. Um, this is not a two-person activity. <laughs> it might make you more gregarious when you realize that it doesn't really work the way it's intended. It's a loop-de-loop. Yeah. It's just a loop-de-loop. And the train affixes itself to the track and it's supposed to go around the loop-de-loop. We found that that was only possible if you held it at a very, like, askew angle and occasionally, like, bumped it with your finger. 
So, I'm by, just, <laughs> yes. Okay, so it's not a two-person activity by, I mean, noted by the fact that it's measured in a 33 by 31 centimeter size. Yes. yes. If you're measuring things like that, it's not huge. Big enough for two people, yeah. Um, does the gregariousness come in? <laughs> by the way, I'm only like 50% sure that gregariousness is actually a word. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, does it kick in after you're done playing and you go to complain about the fact that it doesn't work correctly <laughs> right. to another person? Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. It makes you a little bit more um, social because yeah. you're having to engage with um, with other people. Let me explain to you why this train is nonsense. <laughs> Now this, we're bonding. This this part they got mostly right. Track racer, mm-hmm. and from the same company, more new items available: creative, educational, brains blocks, stimulate a child's imagination and creativity. One of these things is not quite right. Brains blocks. Yeah, brains blocks. Brains blocks. Brains blocks. Um, this is also I don't know if you would like to know it's for ages three plus mm-hmm. three plus four ages actually okay three plus four ages um is the best welcome gifts for the children and you can feel the furious that that's not positive <laughs> <laughs> It also is that what happens after the child can't get it to work right? Yeah. You, you feel, feel the, the furious. furious. Yeah, and I did. And I did. <laughs> it, it's not false advertising here. Um <laughs> this this place has as many mottos as Pete and Joe's. Um <laughs> simulating the true styles and making carefully. <laughs> I it looks like a fun toy. I'll say that. They did a good job with their photography for the box. <laughs> they they definitely did. There's a castle in the background. Which is not related to the actual nope, toy. Nope, nope, There's nothing castle-y about this train set. Not a thing. You know, like the castle trains <laughs> that used to exist in old-time London. Brains blocks. They did get this pit, bit right. Choking hazard. Small parts. Not for children oh, under three. choked on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It Been was there. it was tested according to uh, international standards, whatever that means. What what part was tested? Like the choking? <laughs> I think so. I think they. How do you test for that? Well, they just have this, give it to a kid. They have this program in St. Petersburg. That sounds right. It's been going since the sixties. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was fun. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Shuyi. Shuyi. Makers of brains blocks. Let's uh, hold on here. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what other products that Shu Yi makes. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um. Wow, that is an incredibly common thing to search. Apparently, really. Uh, the first thing that pops up is Professor Shu Yi at the University of Leicester. Wow. Medicine and genetics, in case you were curious. Clearly he designed this. Then we've got the English translation, uh, leaf. Oh, that's what Shu Yi means. Leaf. Okay. It's not 
it actually really leaves something to be desired translated into English. Yeah, Leaf. Yeah. Leaf. <laughs> uh, what's the brand, Leaf? Meet our sister company, Rock. Um, someone graduated in China and attained, obtained a PhD in, in London. Shuyi? Well, that's their name. Oh, that's their name. Okay. Yeah. There's a whole list of the profiles on Facebook. Oh. So, and they're mostly women, but all of the professors I've seen are men. Uh -huh. I don't know what that means. Oh, uh, you know. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Shuyi Toys. We've got a uh, speed racing set wow. with a truck. Oh, that looks intense. Um, it has, quote, fun acceleration. <laughs> um, so, now, is this the one you built? No, that's that way more complex. That looks way more intense. That looks a lot more gregarious. Yeah. It's only 1669 pounds. I bet you can feel the furious. <clears throat> um, let's see. Oh, Wow. Okay, so you're... How many pieces? That's 32? 32, 32. There's an 82 piece. No, 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 82. No, 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 Look no, at no. that, with all the castles. Holy it's smokes. It's got every castle that's ever existed in the It looks like background. Six Flags. Mm -hmm. The thing about these is uh, they also... <laughs> maybe the gregariousness comes in because you have to get rushed to the hospital. Because <laughs> a lot of kids' toys these days, I've noticed, like... Like, we have little Thomas trains. Yeah. They they put some kind of governor on there. You put two AA batteries in it, and it only right. goes this fast. It just crawls. Uh-huh. This fucking thing? <laughs> it's, like, full out. It it powers this little wheel that, like, jars it around the track. And it I goes, believe it. Like that. I believe it. It's amazing. I mean, I don't know if you heard... Their other product has fun acceleration. Yeah, well, you know, this one, this one's just... <laughs> Not just acceleration. It's fun. It's the fun kind. It's the fun kind. Um, shifting quickly back to politics. Yeah. Luther Strange. Yeah. The man currently vying for uh, a seat uh, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, he'd be a senator, right? I, or, I believe that's the or case. Or congressperson. I'm not sure. Whatever. Je no, Senator, because it was Jeff Sessions' yeah. seat. Yeah. Um, I just, it occurred to me, well, he's sucking Trump's dick, and that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like super hard. Super too. hard. Yeah. Super hard. Uh, surprise, surprise. He's popular in places like Alabama. Um, I just, it, it just occurred to me, that, is there a worse name? Than Luther Strange? Well, so, um, I had forgotten, like, I, I read that he was a thing a while back, because the big issue with Luther Strange in Republican circles, yeah, uh, Trump supports him, right? but the bright parts of the world support the other guy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's causing... Whole mess. Oh, it's a rift in a lot of white guys' lives. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> a lot of a lot of white guys real upset. Um, but the headline I saw yesterday that reminded me the whole thing existed said something about um, and I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something about Trump heads to Alabama for strange endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> 
That sounds accurate. That, yeah. I think he's been doing that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my headline was, my headline was just like the strange campaign <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it works. It's a it very, fits. I feel like that headline, they knew what they were doing though. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. You see what we're we're getting and at it's here, though. Completely ominous too. It's like anything you say about this guy, it just sounds like like something is afoot. You know what I mean? Well, and any okay, so any sentence involving his name, if you take out his first name, yeah, like it starts taking on a different meaning. Yeah, like here, this is a tweet from Donald Trump earlier today. Okay, we'll be in Alabama tonight. Luther Strange has gained mightily since my endorsement, but he will but will be very close. He loves Alabama and so do I. Now. If you take out Luther here, yeah. we'll be in Alabama tonight. Strange has gained mightily since my endorsement, <laughs> but we'll be very close. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. Strange has gained. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of strange. It's been a strange game <laughs> the whole way. Buggos. Kudos to you. And uh, just in case you were curious, four hours ago, uh, he was headed to Alabama now. Big crowd! Woo! (laughs) You know what song I bet they're listening to in Alabama right now? Again, again, we live in Nashville, Tennessee, and and so we're the utmost experts on modern-day country music. This is apparently the longest-running hit single in country history. Okay, skip to skip yeah. to the chorus we're, hook, whatever. It'll be there soon. This is. Ooh. Who is this? Sam Hunt. <clears throat> It's like, I, I actually wanted to bring Did this up. Did he just brag that he was doing 15 in a 30? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I wanted to bring this up because I saw the signs saying how popular it was here in town on Music Row. If you have a hit song, they put up a banner. That's what they do. A lot of banners. Lots of banners. And when you say hit song, you're you're playing pretty fast and loose with the term hit song of course you are it's like oh this was top 10 on the content uh contemporary christian music <laughs> modern day pop chart that's not an actual chart you're just making that up <laughs> that's uber specific yeah. thanks yeah <laughs> it turns out it's the only song yeah. <laughs> under that heading they made their own chart for it yeah <laughs> and i thought i hadn't heard this song and um not surprised why would i be surprised that i hadn't heard it um so I didn't know what it was, and I wanted to examine it because I thought the title "Body Like a Back Road" is potentially the most disturbing title of a song I've ever come across. You know what back roads are like? Yeah, they're bumpy. Mm-hmm. They're rocky. They're twisty. They're dusty. They're dirty. They have hills and valleys. So I don't know what's wrong with this woman. I assume it's a woman. I, I, that she has a body like a back road. It must be very painful. And I hope that they're donating the proceeds of the song to go towards <laughs> research or something to help her. All right, so uh, I've got to look up these lyrics here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm just going to play a little bit more for everybody. Okay. 
I've I've got it. I've got it right here. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Um so let's just let's take this first verse here. Okay, let's analyze. Analyze. Got a girl from the south side, got braids in her hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he says South Side, does he mean of the United States? One would assume. Because it it's country. He can't possibly mean, like, the South Side of Chicago. Right? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. First time I seen her walk by, man, I bout fell off my chair. Okay. Where, and, what, where, where was he sitting in a chair that he could... Uh, fall off of the chair? Yeah, yeah. Not out of the chair. Yeah. Off of the chair. Yeah. I believe, and I don't know, like, picture a chair. Yep, picturing. Okay, his feet were were, uh, where the butt normally goes. Okay, yeah. And then he was actually perched on top of the backrest. Oh, I see. He fell off. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Had to get her number. It took me, like, six weeks. Like, six weeks? How long? Eh, like six weeks. It know. was like six weeks. What yeah. do you want? Now me and her go way back like Cadillac seats. That's actually a clever lyric. Okay. Body like a back road, driving with my eyes closed. Very bad idea. That's not advisable. I know every curve like the back of my hand. There's two backs now. Doing 15 in a 30. I ain't in no hurry. I'm going to take it slow, just as fast as I can. This song is full of contradictions. Mm-hmm. Um, man, those are bad lyrics. <laughs> I, I, I want to say something clever, but I can't, I can't do it. You can't it muster it. It just upsets it. me. Right, right. It just makes your head hurt a little bit, right? <laughs> the way she fit in them blue jeans, oh. she don't need no belt. Congratulations on buying properly fitting pants, ma'am. I I don't. <laughs> I'm just laughing off mic. But I can turn them inside out. What? I don't need no help. He can flip <laughs> pants inside out. Is what he's bragging about. He's got a superpower. Wait, how do you? I feel like that's supposed to be sexual, but I don't know what it means. I, yeah, I don't either. I guess maybe like there was a time when you know, like when you're a little kid, mm-hmm. and your mom, like you always end up with your clothes inside out and backwards. Okay, and your mom has to help. Yeah, and so this is his statement of adulthood, saying, "I don't need any help, mom. I can do this. I can put pants inside out and right side out." Yeah, uh, she she's got hips like honey. So thick and sweet. That's that's terrible. That's just bad. It ain't no curves like hers on them downtown streets. Oh, boy. I'm starting to think he's talking about a real fat lady here. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, it seems very weird the way he's describing her. It does. <laughs> I... It does. I'm not comfortable with it. It does. Well, there's like this famous... It's objectifying 
a woman, but like in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as if they're like like in a worse way. In a like worse in an way. Insulting. Way. Right. Right. Yeah. He's basically being like, yeah, she's she's yeah, uh, she's real ugly. Yeah, she she fat. <laughs> <laughs> Only. Oh man, um, we're out here in the boondocks with the breeze and the birds. With the what and the what? Breeze. Breeze. Okay. And the birds. Okay. Tangled up in the tall grass with my lips on hers. Oh. On the highway to heaven, they died. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. That's they the spoiler did. in the bridge. Oh. It turns out, you know how he was driving with his eyes closed earlier in the Not song? Not a great idea. Died. And 15 to 30, you know, you don't have to be going very fast to get killed mm-hmm. in the car, guys. Mm-hmm. Just well, saying. if you're going 15 car comes up behind you or something runs yeah. you right off the road you die you die or you got your eyes closed you don't see you veered into the other lane there's a truck going 40 in the 30 gone you're out of there um <laughs> headed south of her smile well get there when we get there every inch is a mile that's kind of sexy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so he's working his way down her body. Mm-hmm. Is what we're getting her, at. Her large body. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I'm going with it. I it's, don't know. It's like a back road. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everyone's seeing. Me. It's not a flattering comparison. You are correct. No, it's not. I thought somewhere in there there might be some some way he like redeems the, himself like the dumbass thing is like oh she's curvy like that's what we're saying she's curvy yeah and who doesn't like curves everyone does but if you really think about the analogy it's back roads are more than curvy they're more than curvy thank you <laughs> they're back back coat uh back roads i remember going to visit my grandma as a child and there were the hills that you come down and you get butterflies in your stomach because, yeah. man, that's a steep hill. It's a steep hill. I don't think you want steep hills. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like on a human body. It's not good. I can't picture it. I just, I feel like she has hives mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? And, and when I think back road, Strange I, growths? Yeah. I everywhere? Think, I think gravel. Mm-hmm. You oh, know? that's no good. Right? And so, like, she has a skin condition. So, she has, she has growths. Yeah. And... Some sort of like dermatitis, I think sort so. Of thing going on, I think so. Peaks and valleys, but not like in I mean, the macro sense. In the micro, good, good for him. He's got a type, I, I guess. I, I mean, it's very specific, <laughs> but if it works, he is. He worked for a long time to get that phone number. I guess he's kissing his way down the dermatitis. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Da- down south. Down south. If you catch his drift, yeah. This is two episodes in in a row that that's that that cunnilingus has come up. Mm-hmm. How odd! I think if we keep it up, we can make it to two hundred. <laughs> is that a goal? Yeah, sure. Why I, not? I'd be happy to talk about that every yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every week. Um. So that's the longest running number. Yeah. One single. Apparently, that's the best country song ever. Apparently, I. Happen hmm. to know a little bit about country music, and I could say that it is not. Hmm. It is not. Well, that it also has that's this, interesting. It's like it's like people listening to country music like finally bought like 
the chronic yeah. because it has a bit of that kind of production thing going on oh does you it know? yeah i mean do you hear the hi-hats and stuff hang on i'll play it for you again i'll play some more for you listen to these like drum beats and stuff okay not so much right now right Okay, maybe not. Maybe it's more like he did add like a hip hop. Woo! Yeah, in it. yeah. Like six weeks. There it is. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like they just heard rap music for the first well, that, time. Maybe that's why they love it. Could be. This Could is, be. This is like their run DMC. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure, right? Like, <laughs> I just want to know what the country rap public enemy is going to be like. Yeah. No, oh man, that's that's uh, going to be like the Dixie Chicks times 10. Oh, I'm into that. Oh, I'm into that. I just, I can't get behind any music that you can hear the pages of the rhyming dictionary turning as you're listening to it. I don't like it. <laughs> like, there were no no lyrics in there that rhymed that you're like, well, that's a creative use of the English language. <laughs> you know, there that's sort of a combination of, like, some electronic elements with country music, but there have actually been many examples in the past of, of those elements combining. And and I think this song is probably the best example. Um, and I'm not just bringing this up because of Sushi Jackknife Synth Pop Bingo, but I am bringing it up because of Sushi Jackknife okay. Synth Pop Bingo. This is, the, this is a song by the Pet Shop Boys. This is the from? intro. Yes, where are you from? I'm glad you asked me twice. You see, I'm a bilingual. I'm a bilingual illiterate. I can't read in two languages. Hilarious. Do you want a drink? Hilarious. Thank you, that's very nice. Now, I'll get the waiter. Oh, I love the reading. I'm going to skip ahead just a bit. You know, if you... If you mix in some lyrics about giving someone uh, oral sex on the country road to this, top ten hit. Right top there. ten hit. This is the longest intro ever, but it's it's lovely. Do you recognize the song yet? Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, it's a, it's it's the Pet Shop Boys doing Willie Nelson's "You Were Always on My Mind." Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Uh, okay, what? It's great. I love it. Oh, you, you know what so version good. of that song's better? Literally all the other, <laughs> all the other versions. <laughs> Well, guys, if you're playing along at home, go ahead and mark down mm-hmm. Pet Shop Boys for this episode. There Just we go. Saying. If you get bingo, what do you get from us? 
You get nothing. You get a free show every goddamn week. Oh, man. I I really hope we uh, get, get a blackout on that board soon so we don't have to listen to any more of that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. You didn't have quick hits, did you? Um, well, I don't have quick hits. Okay. I have a new game. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, it's it's a fun game, I feel like. You so, would. You would. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm... I know you've gotten your news on the internet. Most yeah. of the people listening get their news on the internet. Yeah. And a lot of times you read the story and the headline that goes with it does not very fit true. at all. Very um, true. And so this is a segment called Accurate Headlines. Ooh. Okay. Um, an example here. So I will I will give you the headline. And you will give me the correct headline. I like it. I I have the correct headline. I'll give you if the, it doesn't match, you lose. I'll give you the accurate headline. Yeah. Okay. Got um, it. <clears throat> example here. Great idea. Would be Ohio State football program valued at one billion. That's from CNN. Okay. One billion dollars. All right. The correct headline would have been Ohio State good at football, probably not as good at uh, education. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got it. So this is also. From CNN. Okay. Uh, the headline here is France considers skipping the Olympics. A little background. Uh, they're possibly skipping the Winter Olympics due to uh, security concerns. Yeah. Okay. So the correct headline from you. Mm, the, uh, France is possibly skipping the Winter Olympics? Yes. Yes. French people... Uh, afraid of cold weather. Ooh, no. no. I'm sorry. The answer okay. we were looking for was, 2018 Olympic Village may be less snooty. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Okay, so... Very good, very good. I like this game. Yeah, so this one um, from Fox. Okay. I, I went everywhere for Boom. these. Doomsday is not on Saturday, after all, writer says after predicting end of the world. That's the headline today. That's the headline. Okay, so background. Yeah. Just in case you need it for this one. <laughs> Author David Mead uh-huh. claimed the world would end Saturday uh-huh. because it's going to collide with a mysterious planet. Oh. Okay. He says that's not going to happen now. And instead, <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen and what he meant all along. Of course. Was it's just the beginning of a series of catastrophic events that will happen over the next few weeks. Oh. So the correct headline here. Cuckoo guy says the world is ending again. It's not. It's not. Period. Caps. It's not. Ooh. Awkward. Right. Uh, what we were looking for yeah. was writer David Mead predicts Trump will do many stupid things in the next few weeks. <laughs> Should have seen that one coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have seen it. Um, Bolton, this is also from Fox News. Okay. Bolton, quote, enormous dissatisfaction within Republican Party. Michael. John Bolton, not uh, Michael Bolton. Oh. Was... Former Bush, whatever, John Bolton. <laughs> Former Bush, whatever, John Bolton. Yeah. 
high anticipation for next Michael Bolton record. Uh, what we were looking for is Republicans not any happier with themselves. Ah, yeah. We're, we're all very, very disappointed. Can I try this one again? Yeah. Self-hatred high in Republican Party. There we go. That's hey. solid. Yeah. Uh, moving on to MSNBC. Oh, wow. You have covered them all. Yeah. Trump, quote, fake news screamed for Clinton. Hmm. Mediocre news attempts accurate reporting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what What I was looking for was president thinks majority of Americans are actually fake news. <laughs> you. <laughs> They're all fake news. Um. So, and I I went deep for this one, and I feel gross having experienced it do you feel like you need to puke up some some a little bit uh this is from breitbart oh god headline rasmussen poll yeah 34 percent less likely to watch nfl because of anthem protests um turns out breitbart news all shit stop reading (laughs) Actually, I like that one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, what I had here was 34% of football fans have very strange priorities. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. Imagine being the fan of anything. Like, let's say you're the fan of the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and The fan? Yeah, yeah, you're the one fan. Okay. Okay. And the Pet Shop Boys before their concerts start playing the national anthem yeah and not putting their hand over their heart okay instead kneeling okay <laughs> okay would you then go well i guess i'm done with this <laughs> <laughs> no and, and and in part it would be it would be for them it would be god save the queen well yeah yeah but assuming you're british yeah at this point we should do um, a mashup of God Save the Queen and Hail to the Chief. Hail to the Queen. Okay. I'm just saying. I like it. Yeah. Uh, this one's from ABC News, the Australian ABC News. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The headline. We should have the right to work as topless barmaids if we want to. <laughs> <laughs> now, no. This is an editorial. Okay. What is the correct headline for this editorial? We should have the right to work as topless barmaids if we want to. <laughs> the uh, the headline I was looking for was Chauvinists Unite over first female editorial they agree with. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy from last week said, the First Amendment and boobs. <laughs> I love this editorial. <laughs> this is both of the two things I like Put together. In one thing. <laughs> She's expressing herself and boobs. <laughs> um, and finally, last okay. one. All right. From our ABC News. American. Headline. No magic fix on North Korea, experts say. I believe that's supposed to be in North Korea. Ah. In North Korea, experts say. Disney releasing unseen Hannah Montana movie. <laughs> um, what I was looking for was 
Author David Mead's prediction sounds about right, <laughs> says expert. <laughs> Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Uh.